You're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I am your host, Donald Ware. Hope you've had a wonderful weekend. As Today we're going to wrap up the MEAC as we're going to take a look at the Delaware State Hornets who went 0-4 last season. As a matter of fact, Delaware State, the only team in HBCU football to not win a single football game and uh, just tough going uh, for the Hornets on last year. And, and, you know, I I think in looking at Delaware State and what it has returning, uh, particularly from the running back position, I think it's going to be actually pretty solid. I think one of the issues for Delaware State is – it's out of schedule. It's out of conference scheduling. I mean, last year they played uh, at Delaware. Here they're going to play a game. They're going to play Delaware again this year. It's, it's the battle for Delaware. I mean, Delaware's program is so far ahead of Delaware State that it, it's really not even a fair matchup. A lot of times, even though both teams are FCS schools, last year they played Monmouth and then they played at Missouri third week of the season where they lost that game to Missouri 79 to nothing. So if you thought that was a, a tough schedule, 2017, they go at Delaware, and this is the out-of-conference schedule. And as a matter of fact, their first three games are on the road as they go. Um, they're at Delaware on Thursday night to open up the season on August 31st. Then they uh, – Traveled to Hampton. And remember, that game was originally supposed to have been the nation's football classic, which has been uh, postponed for the foreseeable future. But it's not even about Hampton. They go the out-of-conference schedule schedule at Delaware August 31st, at West Virginia on September 16th, and then their final game uh, out-of-conference all the way at the end of the season at Florida State on November the 18th. As a matter of fact, of the 11 games, Delaware State only has four home games this year. Norfolk State comes to Delaware State on September 23rd, then Howard on October 14th, South Carolina State on October 21st, and then not until November 11th does Delaware State host another home game, and that uh, is going to be Morgan State. It's going to be the opponent. As a matter of fact, the closest game Delaware State had last year was against the Bears where the Bears prevailed in that game by three points let's take a look at Delaware State I mean wow you know it's yeah so from a running back perspective I think that um they're going to be pretty solid there Mike Waters comes back he rushed for almost 900 yards last year uh Bryson Aileen comes back He's a versatile guy, a guy, a smaller guy that can also catch the football. 87 carries, 249 yards last year. He also had 28 catches for 154 yards on last year. So he's a guy that um, is is versatile and is going to bring some versatility to the Hornets. The problem is, and, and even last year at the quarterback position, um, it, it just wasn't very good. They went with a two-quarterback set. And, I mean, the bottom line is uh, it just didn't work because and they had to go with a two-quarterback set basically because they didn't have one quarterback. Epperson was one of the guys. Riviera, another one of the guys. They combined to throw 10 touchdowns 
and 16 interceptions on last year. They didn't even combine throw for 2,000 yards. As a matter of fact, as a team, Delaware State only averaged uh, a little bit less than 163 yards in the air. So somebody's definitely going to have to step up at the quarterback position. Um, I mean, you got four guys that are in camp right now in Keenan Black who entered spring camp really as the front runner. I mean, he got some time last year at quarterback, but not really. He mainly, when he was in the game, he mainly came in and handed the football off or maybe he ran the football. He didn't really get a lot of uh, times to really be able to throw the football for Delaware State. Um, There's also uh, a redshirt freshman in Shane Smith on the roster last year, didn't see any time. Um, And then you have two true freshmen in Jack McDaniel, who played um, in Lorton, Virginia, and then uh, Nasir Boykins, who, as a matter of fact, is the Philadelphia Public Schools all-time leading passer. Uh, Last year for McDaniel, again, who's out of Lorton, Virginia, almost 3,000 yards passing, 36 touchdowns. Um, But, you know, you got you're going to have some inexperience at the quarterback position. And then I guess fortunately for Delaware State, you're going to have some guys that can run the football as the aforementioned guys uh, that I named. But if, if, if teams are going to stack the box, it's going to force the quarterback to really be able to get it done. And you're talking really essentially about four guys who don't have experience, really. They, they, they don't have really any experience in terms of, of really slinging the football. So if teams decide to stack the box, that's going to be very detrimental to the Hornets. From a defensive perspective, wow. I mean, you talk about Delaware State, they gave up almost 500 yards of total offense per game. They're not very good and weren't very good defensively on last year. I, you know, honestly, I mean, I see this season as another struggle for Delaware State. I mean, I I look at the schedule I don't really see any team that they could beat. You know, if if you've been listening to these podcasts, um, you know that I said, hey, I think Savannah State's going to be improved. Um, So I I, I don't see a win there. Uh, You know, Hampton is going to be pretty good. Norfolk State is going to be pretty good. A&T is going to be very good. South Carolina State's going to be very good. North Carolina Central is going to be very good. Uh, Morgan State, I don't think that's a winnable game for Delaware State either. And then you got the out-of-conference games Delaware, uh, which, no, I mean, I just, you know, the it's not even a rivalry. Delaware's owned this series since they sort of revamped, well, they didn't really revamp it. It's really just started. I mean, the two teams never really played in all the years that the, the teams are separated. I don't know what by, uh, you know, I, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's less than an hour. The teams never played. Now they have this uh, series that's going on, and Delaware State has dominated the series. Um, Then they're at West Virginia and also at Florida State. Uh, You know, those are money games. They're not going to win those games. So um, I think it's going to be another tough season for Delaware State. Um, You know, again, 0-11 last year. It remains to be seen what Delaware State is going to do in 2017. I mean, again, I I like the running game. But beyond that, I really don't know um, if Delaware State is going to have enough to – to to win a game. I mean, I, I, they're going to go out and compete every every uh, every week. Kenny Carter's going to have those guys ready to go and trying to compete. Whether they can win a game 
in 2017 as I look at the schedule. Boy, I just, I mean, quite frankly, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to win a single football game. So that's a look at Delaware State as we wrap up the MEAC. And on Monday, we're going to begin with the SIAC. We're getting into the home stretch. Two more weeks of our HBCU football daily podcast. And we're going to kick off Monday and the SIAC by taking a look at the defending SIAC champion, Fort Valley State Wildcats. Until Monday, have a great rest of your weekend. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check.